I'm Jason Klom, and this is the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. The year is 2017. The album is the Bob's Burgers music album. The artist, Lauren Bouchard, and many, 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 many others. And my guest is Simon Chong. Thank you so much for being here. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. So you came all the way from England just to do my podcast. I'm so honored, I did. first of all. My God. Uh, but I'm an ass. Uh, so <laughs> let's tell the quick story in case anybody doesn't know. So people, if you've heard the show, you know that I'm a big fan of Bob's Burgers. We had Lauren Bouchard on a month or two ago, and that was super fun. At the time that I had arranged it, this insane thing happens on the internet. You cut together a mashup, which, by the way, doesn't even do it justice, of Archer and Bob's Burgers. You take it from here. Okay, so the abridged version, because I've told this story many mm-hmm. times now, is, um, yeah, I started back in January doing a little doodle on some paper, and it kind of looked like Archer in the style of Bob's Burgers, and it inspired me. I thought, okay, what if I go a little bit further with that, and I drew all the other characters of Archer in the style of Bob's Burgers. And then I thought, well, what if I animated a little intro in the style of Bob's Burgers, but it was all Archer references, so I did that. And then I went, what if I animated a whole episode? And then it ended up being a four and a half minute disaster like that <laughs> took over my existence. Um, and I released it on the 23rd of July. Um, and on the 24th of July, Bob's Burgers offered me a job. Yeah. So yeah. here I am. That's ridiculous. I moved across the world. That's insane to me. It what is. did I say last time I had somebody English on the show last week? I try. I think I was trying to say across the pond, but like a dick, I said across the water. Across and the he, pond. Uh, why I said across <laughs> the... I think I was trying too hard to be English because he was in the room. This is... Uh, I'm making up for it now. Yeah. So, Ramesh Ranganathan, I apologize for trying to be way too English while you're in the fucking room. No problem. It's the worst. Now, Simon, yes. I, will, I will be as american as i can be do please do i need to learn this stuff yeah of course you do now uh I, I will tell you there's a lot of let's start here is there anybody on the wall you don't recognize and that's fine if you don't i have a few Quite, guesses uh oh hang on mm-hmm. like i'm looking at each of um mm-hmm. that one Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. You don't know the album? You don't know who either of them are? Neither of them. Are Wait, you no, Mel Brooks. Mel- yes. Oh, my God. I didn't see the name Mel Brooks. <laughs> okay. Okay. You scared the <laughs> shit out of me for a second. That's I was, like, fine. looking at just That's the fine. pictures. That's fine. Yes. Okay. Hang on. Wait. Yes. Uh, I don't know the Smothers Brothers. Oh, my God. No. Of course you wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to. That was one I figured you had. Okay. Uh, but Steve Martin's easy. Weird Al, yes. I assume. I'm absolutely weird What Al. about Cheech and Chong? <laughs> Uh, the plagued by my surname, which is of Chung. Of course, of course. I, had <laughs> I a definitely feeling. know who Cheech and Okay, Chung are. George Carlin. I have. I, ha- I have to assume a little, a little bit. No? I don't actually know that no. name. No, no. You don't know the name even. No. Holy shit! This is amazing. No, this is what <laughs> this is what we're here for. This is good. Yes. But I do love that Bob's Burgers is so. What was Bob's Burgers to you as you did it? Was it a Was it a show you've been watching from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bob's Burgers is legitimately one of my favorite TV shows in the whole world. Yeah. Um, I I feel. As soon as as soon as I first saw the first trailer of the show, mm-hmm. um, I knew that it felt a little bit different. And mm-hmm. when I watched through the first season, um, I could just tell it had a lot of heart that most other animated shows now don't. But I feel at this point, all they're trying to do is just shock you mm-hmm. and be as offensive as they possibly can. To be sure. And that joke got stale a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. But the Bob's Bur- Bob, with Bob's Burgers, the, the humour comes from the characters and they actually all like each other and the family care about each other and there's that real connection between them all. Mm-hmm. That I just, I just really fell for, and I've watched it ever since. And yeah, it's genuinely, genuinely one of my favorite TV shows. So to 
to be able to work on it is just an honor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so good. Like I said earlier, before we started recording, I could be very angry at you, but I won't be. Because <laughs> A, I'm not an animator. Mm. B, uh, this is amazing. Mm. I'm like so like it's so excited to be to be able to see this kind of shit happen on the internet too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the tweet was that literally his first reach out to you was yeah. a tweet. Yeah, like I was standing in my <laughs> living room um, and I got I uploaded the thing and because um, as it so happened, and I didn't know this and I didn't plan it. I uploaded that video during Comic Con, so oh, our, all shit. the Archer team and the Bob's Burgers team were all together and they were all watching it together. And oh I, my I, god! I did not. I couldn't have planned it any better. Um, but literally, yeah. The, well, his first tweet was like, "Oh, that's a really impressive." Or no, I'm speechless or something like that. And I was just like, "Oh, thank you so mm. much. That means a lot to me." And then his next tweet literally was, "Do you want a job?" And I was like, "Wait, really? That's right. that, that really?" <laughs> and then his next tweet after that was, "Yes, really. Let's do this." Yeah. And my good. And from there, it's just been like a crazy roller coaster. It's fucking great. And I've been, so I've been here. I've been at the company now for three weeks, and I've been in the country for four weeks. So I'm mm-hmm. still still adjusting. But um, yeah. I love it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, so in preparation, I had to either listen to, I actually put the vinyl on for the first time. Okay. I'm a fucking hypocrite. I have this <laughs> podcast and I put the vinyl, but I really wanted to give it, it does sound beautiful. I should let people know that for a colored vinyl thing, I don't, I'm not, I don't always care because I don't want to ruin it, whatever. Sounds beautiful. This is a beautiful package and we'll go through the actual package Oof, of yes. it. It's right, isn't it? It's mm. just so, so nice. Um, I was rewatching the show before you got here, starting from, I had, I had rewatched the pilot recently, so I popped in season, I think episode two of the first season. Uh, what had always struck me uh, from rewatching the pilot a few times is how, like, kind of dark and mean Bob is in the first episode, and I kind of love it, and I think that sucked me in. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, the second episode, if I'm not mistaken, is the episode. Uh, I'm going to have to check. If, I got to make is sure it, I was watching the second episode. Is it the Toffee Butt one? Uh no it's 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 the um the dinner theater one the dinner the, theater yes <gasps> so oh, this is God. what shocks me and I didn't think to ask Lauren Bouchard when I had him on the show why is none of, none of the music almost at all on this album I want to know oh there's many like when you go it through shocks me there's many like um so a song that I used in my animation um mm-hmm. which is where they do a an advert for a Super Bowl commercial yes um Linda starts seeking come meet our family but that's not on there either. Um, yeah, you're right. I'm going to assume that they went through and just, mm. of all the episodes, I'm just like, okay, we've got to drop this one. We've got to drop right. this one. That's all I can assume. I'm on crack. It was season five, episode five, season one. It's Sorry five. about that. Okay. Yes, episode five. But it also, the crazy thing too is it's also the introduction, I think, pretty solidly of Linda just singing the shit out of nothing. Like, yes. And I love it so much. That's kind of when the show stuck for me, I think. Yeah, yeah. Linda's, Linda's gigantic personality comes through in that episode for sure. <laughs> Even at the very beginning where, where Bob's like, oh, uh, um, I don't like you when you come back from doing the theatre because you just, you, you, and she's like, what, what, what? Said, you sing everything. So like, from that on, I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I like Linda now. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's the best. Oh my God. And like, I, in leading up to Halloween recently, because I went as Linda for Halloween, my wife went as Bob. What? It was so much fun. But leading up, I was practicing because I don't do a costume unless I can do the voice usually. Of course. Oh, well, so, now you got to do it, right? You know, so I had to. And lo- the best part was at the Halloween party, someone was like, can you do the Thanksgiving song? I'm like, that's the one song I've been practicing Thank you so much. <laughs> it's perfect. So I got to do that. And I don't know why. This this there hasn't been a show that's stuck with me and like sort of sunk in my heart as as much as this show in a long time. For sure. Are, are there any? I I hate to always just let's compare England to America, but are there any animated shows happening over there right now? And anything that I should be aware of? Anything that's stuck with you? So there is a show called The Amazing World of Gumball. I don't okay. know if you've heard of it. I have not. So The Amazing World of Gumball is. 
a, a really impressive show, I mm-hmm. think. Um, it's on Cartoon Network, and it's totally billed as a kids' show, but it's kind of like Adventure Time, and like you could, okay. adults can find a lot of humor in there sure. if they want to. And um, it essentially is about these two kids called um, Darwin and Gumball. Mm-hmm. Um, Gumball is a cat, Darwin is a fish. They're brothers somehow, um, <laughs> and they live in this town. Um, but the, the, the creator of it, um, basically, oh my God, what's his name? I think Ben Buckley, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he... This is the story on the internet anyway. Okay. Obviously, I haven't confirmed this with him, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. this is what the story is. He uh, used to work as an advertiser and would have many, many characters across all different campaigns sure, and stuff. Sure. And they're all different styles and they looked really weird, but he had a bunch of them that he didn't use. And so when this show came about, he just took all those styles and characters and merged them together. Holy so crap. when you watch the TV show, the production values are through the roof. It's mm-hmm. got 2D animation and 3D claymation, stop motion. It's got... Wow. Like, it, it is just phenomenal to watch and it's crazy colorful mm-hmm. and beautifully done as well and it's very funny um and it's most all the voices are american there's a couple done in the uk but the show primarily is made in london awesome um and I'd, you wouldn't know it from looking at it like mm. you really would just assume it's another cartoon network show but it's another one of those shows where i think it's just like a step above what mm-hmm. a kid's tv show could be and another one mm-hmm. um, which i've been forced to watch uh, a lot very recently uh, mostly because in my old work um, everyone there had kids at once mm-hmm. um, and also my nephew um, who's who's um, not even a year old well, he's a year old now a show called Hey Dougie okay. produced in the UK very very simple vector style animation but it's done beautifully and it's also very funny yeah but that is for like very young kids but also adults can watch it right 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 in there. well I'm going to have to check out the other one Amazing World of Gumball do because yes. they have the most fun I mean I'm looking around here <laughs> There are, I can already tell there are many references in that show that you'll completely enjoy. Yeah, um, They go deep on video game stuff. They go deep on all sorts of geek culture. Mm-hmm. Um, like There's a whole episode where they're sucked into a game and the whole thing's done around Final Fantasy. Really? And, like, and, and also impersonating all the old style graphics. Holy and stuff shit. Like that. Um, they'll go and do a joke that goes on way too long where mm-hmm. they're going through the process of animation where everything they realize that you need money to make everything and then they start losing money and the quality of animation drops oh, down God. to post-it notes just like <laughs> and the camera moving between them. Like It, it is just... Amazing. Oh my god. I love that so much. Check it out. That's so so good. I uh, boy, I, I going back because whenever I, I, for, I you have to be the first animator I've had on the show. Now I'm going to well other than Lauren Bouchard, but I'm saying like he's not strictly an animator. Mm. As he said, he's a sound editor. That's mm-hmm. his thing, which is what makes me love him even more. Mm-hmm. But like going back, I thought I was going to be an animator when I was a kid okay. and memorize the Disney encyclopedia, the Disney character encyclopedia. So uh-huh. that was my fucking thing. That was my absolute jam. I'm curious, like, growing up, what the first stuff you learned about was when you knew you were going to be an animator. So I've always been drawing. Like, from the second I could hold a pencil, Mm -hmm. always, always been drawing. Um, And my mum will tell you that drove her insane. But, um, (laughs) like, I didn't stop. And I'm, I'm so glad that to her... Testament. She never once told me that I couldn't do this job because you know some people might be like get a real job, of sort of thing. But of course. she never did that. And so yeah, I was always drawing, and I I I didn't know what I wanted to be. I think when I was a kid, I was like, I just want to be a cartoonist. Like I have yeah. no idea what that is. Sort of thing, but <laughs> I want to be a cartoonist. And then I know the moment that I decided I wanted to be an animator is when I saw Toy Story in the cinema for the first time. Yeah. And I walked out of Toy Story, and I was just like, I don't I don't know what this feeling is, but I know that's what I want to do. I uh-huh. want to make that. I want to do that and um ever since then my whole academic learning has been animation focused yeah um so i 
when school was finished obviously the, the education system in the uk is a bit different from here but mm -hmm. as soon as i finished school i went to college and did animation and illustration and i went to university and studied computer animation and moved to london to do animation um that's always what i've wanted to do that's awesome mm. i love that so much i i like the idea by the way of uh of the sorry what's the name of the gumball show again give me the amazing one. world of gumball thank you i you would think i'd remember it it's 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 a crazy title i love the idea though of having you know i've got tons of notebooks sitting around here the idea of like that i could grab all my notebooks and just make a fucking show out of everything i've right. ever thought of you know yeah i i can't confirm that that is the actual story but if you look mm -hmm. online because i tried to find out why the show looked like mm -hmm. it did that's all i could find and if that is true mm -hmm. which i hope it is that's awesome yeah absolutely yeah. well the way this show goes once i'm interested in somebody i just ask them on the podcast and then i find out the truth for myself <laughs> i try to anyway yeah where's my oh man my buzz Lightyear's buried back there somewhere i just when you talked about toy story yeah i just that's fucking that thing is the best that it thing is, is the best. best and like i think i'd already stopped wanting to be an animator but then that's one of those things where like, maybe maybe i want to maybe i want to get it's because it just it kind of reinvigorated Disney for me, reinvigorated mm -hmm. animation for me, I think. Completely. It, it was like, well, it was the first fully 3D animated film. It was like yeah. nothing I'd ever seen. Right. It really inspired me. And it still does. Yeah. Like Toy Story 3 now, and Toy Story 4 is coming out, and I, I really hope that's good. Oh, I, know. I mean, it will be, but I'm sure, you know, I'm just a little worried. Yeah. Because um, 3 was so perfect. But mm -hmm. all the Toy Story films are just phenomenal. Yeah. And will stand up forever. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm. So what uh, what kind of work were you doing uh that led you okay so how how long again did the bob's burgers thing take and so the, what were you doing that led you up to it like what kind of actual like kind of what were the nuts and bolts of what you were actually doing so when i was living in london um when i first moved there i was fresh out of university and i thought i was gonna you know i'd learn all this stuff and i was like i'm gonna be amazing at this but as it turned out my university taught me everything wrong oh, shit. um the software that they taught us was completely defunct and no one used it anymore oh, and no. um, when i was applying for jobs everywhere i was like oh 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 no i can't do this um Shit. but i was lucky enough to get a job um as an animator in-house a company who had their own software so wow i just learned that and it was terrible mm -hmm. terrible software mm -hmm. um but i learned it and um then three years after i was working there my then boss decided like we were like should we set up our own little company so we did. All right. Um, and we started a company called Headspin Media. And that ran for six years. And during that time, I learned everything that I know now about animation, really. Um, I'd never heard of the program After Effects in university. And that was what I used every single day. And that's industry standard. And um, I, from there on, I just was continuously, continuously learning. So I had my work at Headspin, which was mostly advertising content. Um, and on the side, I was doing loads of little projects to keep myself learning new tricks and techniques mostly by imitating people's styles yeah because i feel like what's the, what is the phrase i can never get it right imitation is the highest form of flattery mm -hmm. yeah it is absolutely yeah. and it's the best it's always been the best way to learn for me i for, mean yeah everybody who comes on here and who talks about being a stand-up even it's like oh i was just stealing jokes or like i was doing an imitation of somebody's highly offensive act when i was a kid and yeah. learning you know so that's absolutely what happened so that's what i started doing in my, in, in my spare time so the first one that i did was um uh, a mashup between the book of mormon and south park awesome um have you seen the book of mormon i have not you have not no um, well, but i know of it and i know the music most and, of it so of course the people who wrote book of mormon are the guys who made south park mm -hmm. so i thought that was a nice mix and the opening song of book of mormon it's the least spoilery song of the show it's just called hello and it's the yeah. mormons going around ringing doorbells or l learning how to speak to people anyway mm -hmm. when you open the door um and i was driving home to wales one time and i just thought oh what if 
what if they go to South Park? Sometimes I just hear a song and I get the urge to animate something to it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the songs. And um, so I, I did that in a week, um, this piece. It was Shit. very quick. Um, and I threw it online and then that went crazy viral, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. I didn't get a job offer for that one, though. Uh-huh, right. I, I, I'm 99% sure Matt Parker and Trey Stone saw it. Really? Wait, is that right? Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Matt Stone, Trey Parker. I do the same thing every time. <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't get Maybe a job. Maybe that's why you didn't get a job. <laughs> well, meh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did that. Um, and then my company has been media, uh, merged with um, a fr- another friend's company um, called Explosive Allen. And we just, they, they were a video production company. We were an animation agency. We merged together because mm-hmm. it made sense. And we always worked together anyway. Um, and then it was during that. Um, time still doing advertising but this time it was now mostly for um, Sony and PlayStation and mm-hmm. doing their, their game advertising I started doing the Bob's Burgers animation because I thought to myself well what is a good way for me to convey that our company can do TV quality animation sure so I looked at Bob's Burgers and thought when I was when I started doodling all this Archer stuff I was like well I'll do this animation and then just you know use it for myself to put online to sure. showcase my talents but also say to people hey look I I can I can make this quality of animation for you in however style you want. I never did it to get a job. Right. Ever. Right. Um but you know that's how it turned out. Well, it's also perfect that you did it uh, the, the the animation's wonderful and Thank great you. and the Thank the drawings you. are the renderings are are pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. The other thing though is that there's so much I cannot imagine the level of audio editing that you had to do to make that work. Oh my god. And that is what is so perfect to me. I have to imagine Lauren Bouchard at least figured this like this this guy this guy's got the same shit it took so long that was the hardest bit i had a rough idea yeah i had a rough idea what wanted to happen in the animation i mm-hmm. knew I, I could picture some lines from the show yeah um that i knew would work well mm-hmm. as a conversation on both shows right but um to find you know like little incidental bits where people are just saying random things to each other <laughs> there is a website i believe it's called ssscripts.com and uh-huh. they someone on that website literally just types out the script of every episode wow. thankfully archer and bob's burgers were two shows they've written the scripts holy out for. crap but oh they don't write who says what line which is stupid mm-hmm. so i had to like go through this troll time there's no search function as it open every episode and use a google find function to find a word wow. that i was looking for find that hope that it was in the episode mm-hmm. find that point in the episode hope yeah. it's the right character saying it yeah and then also hope that there's no audio laid underneath it right because of, like music because i can't get rid of that right yeah so um, there were many times i couldn't use a line that i wanted to but i, mm. I you know forced it together um and there's one point and no one spotted this actually mm-hmm. i voiced tina at one point what really <laughs> yeah that's so good what's the, what's can you say what the word is or the line i can't yeah it's the bit where um it's it's when Tina it takes Lana to the to the back kitchen, uh-huh. and then I want I knew I wanted that line from Tina where she's like saying she's talking to Lana about how she wants. I know was it um, uh, what do boys do in showers after they do sports sort uh-huh. of thing, but I didn't realize until I was animating it. Tina is saying that line to a boy, so she's like, "What do you do in showers after you do sports?" Oh, but of right. course she's saying that line to Lana, who's a girl, so it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I just had to go in and change it so that she's saying like instead of um, uh, what do they do. In, in the showers after they do sports uh, but holy crap in the episode in, in that episode it's me doing it it's uh, amazing yeah well and done that, i did not me- catch that at all <laughs> see when i hear it when i listen to that's it that's all you're gonna hear. all i hear is me of course but no one's picked up on it that's so good <laughs> holy shit that's impressive <laughs> all you. of this is impressive that's good guy so how long did the sorry this is gonna get real nerdy because it's this right. is my my favorite shit is audio editing yeah so how long did that that part of it take you a long time like yeah. um 
when I, when I found it, all the, the, the bits that I wanted, I was literally animating it line by line. I, I didn't like start the beginning, start at the end, and then like do random bits. Yeah. I, I started at the first shot, and every every bit of it was animated oh, in sequence. Oh my god! Because okay. I had to put it together like it was a conversation. I knew where I wanted the conversation to go. I just had to find the right lines to do okay, that. Okay, sure. Um, uh, so yeah, I was like literally just finding the audio, hoping it was. Like, I had to clean some audio bits up because mm-hmm. there's, there's some bits I couldn't get rid of. Um, like um, there's a point where uh, Linda comes through the the shop door at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That the the noise of the door was embedded in the audio, but the line I couldn't mm. find anywhere else. So there's like a bit where Linda like randomly walks through the door at the beginning <laughs> because I just couldn't get rid of that audio. Yeah. Um, but the audio side of it, probably about three months. <sighs> yeah. Woof. But this is all doing outside of work hours sure. as well. You know, in the evenings. Yeah. Like the last four weeks of me doing it, I was working on it solidly every night outside of it because in my head I was like Simon you've been doing this for seven months you need to stop mm-hmm. you need to finish this of course animation. yeah 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 because it was literally as well all I would talk about to my friends I'd be like guys I can't go out tonight or we need to finish this animation <laughs> and they're like but it's not for anything like, yeah it, it is it is for something <laughs> <laughs> yeah did I read correctly maybe you tweeted this that 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 the canopies at some point does make a voice the po- no the voice no, he doesn't, doesn't know it's, okay. he's just a reference oh I see um, I because I, 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 I was doing the voice um, obviously, because obviously it's John Benjamin doing yeah. um, both Archer and Bob, mm-hmm. I wanted to incorporate his other work as well. So uh-huh. the can of vegetables is, is on there. the shelf. That makes sense. And then um, also uh, Coach McGurk from um, Home yes, Movies I didn't is see also that. walking. It's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. It's so good. Do you, so does your knowledge of his work go back to Home Movies too then? Like, you, you, uh, yeah, it does. You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Like, I've been a fan of um, and Lauren's work really uh, since mm-hmm. forever. That's awesome. The only one I I didn't know because we just didn't get it in the UK really was Doctor Katz. Um, oh, okay, so I've not I've not seen much of that one. Mm-hmm. But we had we had her movies, um, and that was a show as well. I remember thinking at the time I was like, "That's really fun. I I can do that. Yeah, I can draw that." I remember thinking that and then realizing I couldn't. So <laughs> hey, good on you for for actually moving forward with it. Yeah. Oh God, I love that show so much. That that mm. that that show meant a ton to me, and I just love that this. I don't think I even knew at first that the same guy had made. The, home movies that made this show i just was like oh this is just this is this is like the hum of life to me like yeah. i could have this on in the background but i'd also rather just sit and watch it but i could watch a lot of it at once yeah is there sure. anything about i mean do, does it have any personal resonance with you in terms of like home life or like people you know i'm curious or home, it, home movies or bob's the bob's burgers sorry bob's burgers um no, it, I don't know that it does, mm-hmm. um, but it just makes me feel really happy. Mm-hmm. It just puts me in a really happy place. Like when I was, whenever I was at home in London, um, at the point anyway where there were seven seasons and so many episodes, like literally every night I'd come home and cook dinner and just put an episode on. And it just became a real comfort thing to watch. And yeah, it just makes me feel really great. Mm-hmm. I don't think it. there's anyone in there that I would say is like my family or anything like right. that. Um, but it just really makes me feel good is there one you relate to most on the show tina yeah yeah it's yeah tina. it's tina like awkward awkward teenage years to the max <laughs> um but also because I'm, I'm gay as well so like the whole boys and uh, thing is just like oh god they really did nail her so well yeah right like <laughs> I, I just i couldn't uh i couldn't identify with anyone else more really mm-hmm. i'd like to think maybe it was linda Mm-hmm. Um, because of how like over the top and extra sure, she is, sure, sure. but um, it's probably Tina. Yeah, Tina's. Yeah. Well, Tina's the fucking best. She, she is. Every word that comes out of her mouth is just gold, <laughs> absolute gold, and the delivery and everything. Mm-hmm. And the guy who who who, who plays her, uh, Dan Mintz, it's so that's just his voice. I know. It's so 
Oh, I love it. I was walking down the street one day in North Hollywood, and I know his wife, and I met her, and I was so uncomfortable because I knew that was his voice, but I didn't want to be weird about it. I also didn't want to, like, be too vociferous to make him uncomfortable, mm. but it, it it was very amazing to hear it in, in, in real life. Yes. I'll say that. Like, yes. that's phenomenal. Have you met... Who who in the show have you met so far? Um, so, I've, I've not met the cast in person, mm-hmm. um, but I've been in the same room as uh dan mintz okay and kristen Shaw. yeah um but from the actual show itself i mean i've met lauren of course mm. um and uh, a bunch of the, the, the crew uh but like name wise for who other actors mm-hmm. just dan mintz and kristen Shaw. yeah um but it was amazing it's yeah, it's <laughs> got to be weird to also again to have that character that you love that much mm-hmm. and then i mean i don't know maybe, maybe it's fine maybe it's easy for you to separate but if if tina were particularly the one that i identified with most i think dan mince i'd be even more uncomfortable in the room because i wouldn't want to f- make him uncomfortable yeah well it's, it's probably all in your head isn't it he's probably just super cool about the whole thing yeah. but like in your head you'll sit there and be like oh my god don't be weird simon don't right. be weird yeah. yeah well i mean i've had my heroes on this show so i don't know why i would think that but i still have that feeling before every yeah time yeah uh the the weirdest one was by phone was the only other Chong I've ever had the show on the show, which was Tommy Chong. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, a that was one of those, that was really uncomfortable only because I didn't want to fuck up. Mm. And then halfway through the podcast, you can hear him lose his keys. And it's one of the funniest things that I've ever really? had. And that, that will really make you be like, all right, this guy's fine. I yeah. don't, what do I have to worry about? He's it's, just a dude. Yeah. Just that's like, good. Cause yeah. So, yeah, it's good that you've had great experiences. I've, I've never met one of my heroes either. Who's turned out to be a dick. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. <laughs> Everybody says don't, and maybe don't that's good heroes. advice, but I like to just try. I'm okay dismissing wow. somebody if they suck. Right. Like, then it's okay. Like, that's fine. If you're an asshole, I probably mm. still enjoy your work as long as you didn't try and knife me or something. <laughs> you know, right. I'm okay with it. That's okay. If Mel Brooks were a dick to me, which I have been in the room with him, so it wasn't a dick to me then, but if he were a dick to me, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I still love his stuff. Yeah. That's it. Aside from what, if, if they are a dick, you can yeah. take away that you still probably love the thing that they yeah. made, right? Yeah, I th- hope. I think so. Mm. Do you have a favorite song off of this? Uh, we should. All right, let's talk about it. It's a three disc album. It is. It's massive mm-hmm. and beautiful. I mean, I got the CD first, and it was fine and wonderful and great to listen to. But then you get this giant thing with beautiful go- gatefold art. I don't know who did. I don't know who does their background art. I don't know if it's the same set of people or not. I didn't look in the inside to see the credits. But. Um, so I don't know. Ex- uh, and there's a bunch of people on there in, mm. in the studio who does does this stuff, but I don't I don't know exactly um, who drew the drawings on the album cover. Um, but I believe the music is all from the first six seasons. Yes, right. Um, so that's a lot to trawl through, mm-hmm. um, episodes wise. Uh, but um, you're going to ask my favorite song was that what you were mm-hmm. going to ask? Yeah. So the, the, there's there's three that I cannot choose between. Good. Okay. Um, so one is the Die Hard. Um, musical <laughs> mm-hmm. working girl that whole episode is just ridiculous mm-hmm. and so good and all the music in it is just fantastic yeah. and you know I'm a, I'm a big diehard fan I've seen working girl but um <laughs> just seeing the, the, the way that they brought them together and they have like the combined musical at the end of that mm-hmm. episode is just hilarious yeah um another one that i really enjoy is um electric love mm-hmm. with um thomas edison and tops of the elephant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like and also just the whole situation around the whole thing yes um it's fantastic and then um i thought it's my other favorite one um i wrote these down um my other favorite one was 
You actually uh, took notes. I never did. take notes. I'm the worst. Oh, bad stuff happens in the bathroom. I was going to say because that is my favorite as well. That one when yeah. the, when that yeah when they first did that one and then the, also the credits version of it has mm-hmm. everyone singing it and it mm-hmm. just gets so epic. I just that's what I love about that show so much. All the songs are just great. They're all really well written. The mm-hmm. lyrics are all really well thought out. Um, and sometimes they're just the most incidental, silly little thing that's going on in the background. But when you listen to it in isolation, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is actually a really fun song. <laughs> I love listening because you get to hear a little bit of an expanded version sometimes of the credits version. Mm-hmm. I also love, and this is something I didn't get to bring up when I spoke with him on the podcast, but <laughs> I love how homemade some of them feel because they're all singing their best but H. John Benjamin's not a singer. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, mm. Bad Stuff Happens in the Bathroom is beautiful. I don't think any of them, except for... John Roberts is the only one I accept is probably a beautiful singer on he's, his own. Yes, he is. But then the rest of them, all fine. They, they're all carrying a tune, even if they're being pitch-shifted, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It all sounds like these humans are singing from their souls. And that's really beautiful. Yeah. You it, know? Yeah, completely. It, 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 it doesn't feel like it's completely overproduced. <laughs> right, and yeah. Like, it's, the heart comes through. <laughs> And that's why I think the show is is as successful as it is. It's got the same kind of in 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 that term, like in that way, it's similar to the way home movies presented art too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like these people are doing art from their gut, and I and it's like in such a non-ironic, so very sincere way. I think that Lauren Bouchard, who I think is a brilliant artist, who has proved himself to be a brilliant artist, especially in ways that I love. Like if you can edit, if you can edit audio, you will be at the top of my list forever. Mm-hmm. Like the two of you are, are going to remain in that list. Yes. Well done to the both of you. <laughs> but like it's. The fact that he can do that, but also make like this beauty out of, again, out of this kind of, these characters who are kind of amateurish, mm-hmm. you know. And again, I don't mean that in an insulting way. It's clearly like it's all heartfelt. Yes, completely. You know, it's hard to do that. I think it's it is very hard, hard to do to that. Hard to not be a cynic sometimes. It really is. It really is. Maybe because Bob is such a cynic. Maybe that's why. <laughs> sure. It's, uh, it resonates so well. <laughs> yeah. No, that's probably true. I I forget that he is, especially when. My favorite thing in the show is when he talks to the food or anything. Oh like my god, that. it's it's so funny. It's so out of character, but then you just love it when he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It, again, it's one of those things that shows the true heart of one of these characters. Mm. I'm trying to think because I, I don't know who I. Re- mm, that's not true. It's probably Louisa relate to. No, it's it's Jean. It's Jean because I was like the nerdy little loud kid who couldn't shut the hell up. Yeah. But I also had like the asshole tendencies that Louise sometimes had which just tortures your your siblings. Yes. But I think Teddy's the one I love the most. Teddy's fantastic. He's just heartbreaking and um, adorable. His voice actor, um, Larry Murphy Jr., he he is the way he delivers all of Teddy's lines are so perfect. Yeah. Cuz it's just like this aloofness that he it it just comes across so well like he's just saying words but he's not thinking about them before he's saying them and more often than not they're just ridiculous i love that so much just over and over and over again just like this most recent episode that aired the thanksgiving one oh my god it's all about teddy damn it they topped their best thanksgiving episodes yeah but there's the whole bit where um they're going around initially and teddy uh bob's helping him cook and he's asking him to pick up like oh can you get me the spatula or something i can't remember what he's asking him to grab he's asking him to get something and he just keeps picking up the same thing over and over he's like is it this (laughs) no it's not that is it no it's not like he's just so lovably dumb Uh uh-huh um yeah he's a fantastic character i also like when he sings because i actually again it's one of those things where i get the impression maybe larry murphy can sing but as teddy he's not allowed to really you know especially in this okay 
This has always struck me, and I love it. Nobody ever talks about it. In the song Christmas Magic, he's not singing Christmas Magic. He's saying, riff, 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 riff. he's not even singing. He doesn't know what she's singing, I think. He's that dumb. Oh, I love it so much. He's, it's so cute. Yeah. He, oh. He's he's a brilliant voice actor. and plan. Every bit of Teddy's personality comes across so well with him. Uh, the crazy thing now is that... Um, so after I did Lauren Bouchard's interview, about two days after... No, I might have been the day after. That's that's when they said, "Oh yeah, Bob's Burgers movie is happening." And I'm like, "Well, son of a bitch, we would have yeah. had plenty to talk about." Yeah, I can't wait. Are you? Can you say if you're? Can you? Are you going to work on? Or um, can we I talk don't. About it? I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I don't. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about the film at all. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Other than uh, I'm really there. I'm like, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, I, I I was it was announced before I'd moved over. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, well. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's shocking. And it comes out like the the proposed date that they've announced it as um, uh, is is a month before my visa here expires. So it'll be if I do get to work on it, then great. But if I don't, then it's just a nice little it'll, it'll tie it up all nicely. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping to stay after my visa, of course, and just you know get a green card and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, if it doesn't work out that way, it'll I'll, I'll go home just as the film it comes out. And, That'd be really nice. It would be. get to see it through to the end if I if I get to work on it. Sure, of course. That's I have amazing. No idea. Yeah. Still, that's that's perfect timing. I'm I'm I I just can't wait. And I mean, obviously, it's going to be a musical, but I was it was nice to hear officially that it will be a musical, mm-hmm. <sighs> along with the Christmas episode that's coming up. I I'm allowed to say wait. that because I know that that is a I, they they announced at Comic Con that the Christmas episode was a musical. Okay, good. I cannot wait. It's gonna yeah. be. Is that one gonna be? Mm, never mind. Whatever. I'm not gonna ask any questions. I'm not sure. About. <laughs> I'm not getting you in trouble. I'm not getting you in trouble. We already have to do plenty of editing to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. I don't know what I'm saying at all. <laughs> uh, you know, so have you do, I'm assuming you've listened to, I've probably heard this entire album now mm-hmm. 12 times. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do what? you, I mean, is it? Is it something that you do just casually that you'll just listen to? Even I mean, you've only been on the show for a short period, so it's probably still nice and fresh for you. But Super fresh. yeah, but is it still nice and is it fun to listen to and know that you work on the show? I listen to it whilst I'm working. Like yeah. I've I've um I've listened to it probably twice through uh-huh. whilst I've been working there. Um, I listen to a lot of nonsense when I'm when I'm animating, but sure, it's, sure. it's mostly fun, silly stuff because keep myself all course. you know ready to go. And um, I have listened to this a lot. Um, even before um. I mean, this this came out only this year. Yeah. So, um, just being just being having the ability to have this on my phone now and listen to it whenever I want mm-hmm. is just great. And yeah, I was listening to it all the time. It's so nice. I, I I wanted to break it out of that Halloween party I was at, but I didn't get the like I said. They asked me to sing it, so I was okay. But, <laughs> you know. My leaving party was Bob's Burgers themed, and I yeah? put most of that on. Did you? Um, yeah, like screamed Electric Love as loud as I could. Um, I was dressed as Gene. Um, and I had like a little keyboard and everything. Oh my god, that's mm. phenomenal! It was really good. It was, it was a good party. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's skip back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, your answer could be none. Did you have any comedy albums in the house growing up? Would you listen to anything? So um, yeah, uh, none of them were on vinyl. My mum got rid of all of her vinyl uh-huh. uh, when we moved to Wales when I was very little, mm-hmm. um, and so she just had CDs. Okay. Um, but she would only have stuff like Bonnie Tyler or <laughs> um, Celine Dion uh-huh. and stuff like that. So she, she she's not much into comedy or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I found 
my own way to to comedy really and it mostly was to either musical theater uh-huh. um or um just you know american tv mm-hmm. um, and one that i would always go back to over and over was the south park movie because mm-hmm. i was i think i mean obviously that film is for adults but they got me right the, i was 12 or 13 i think when that film came out and that mm-hmm. was ripe age for like this is so naughty oh, of course um so i listened to that a lot um but then just from there on yeah it's a lot of a lot of musical theater a lot of what i enjoy animating like i said earlier um if i hear a song and i want to animate something to it all stems from just watching and listening to a lot of musical theater and imagining how things play out in my head um and as an animator uh i think you do that with a lot of things anyway you sort of if you're just listening to audio you're probably subconsciously picturing how things work and how something might play out Mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely definitely south park um Definitely um, Avenue Q. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge one um, that I listened to a lot. That also hit me at the right time because um, when that came out, have you seen Avenue Q? And I've to it? again, it's I've only heard it, never seen it. One of the key points of it is that the main character is twenty two turning twenty three, and I was twenty two turning twenty three at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's a character in it also who's turning, who's thirty two turning thirty three, and I'm thirty two turning thirty three. So it's like been with me this whole That's ten year great. period. Um, but yeah, I, I skipped a lot of British stuff somehow. Mm-hmm. I was so obsessed with American TV and wanting to you know work on American animated shows that yeah. I just didn't pay much stock to like because I can see you've got Monty Python and sure. stuff up there, um, and I like Monty Python, but sure. I, I wouldn't listen to it outside of watching the films or anything. Sure, no, I get that. Well, I mean, and I it's one of those things where I like when uh, I do like to have people over here. If I ever have anybody from Britain, I do want to know how disproportionate is my love of Monty Python. Because I do feel like, and I have had people on recently who are like, I, you know, they're fine. But, like, I was shocked to see how much Americans love Monty Python. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, so, um, I, I would say it's pretty big still in mm-hmm. England. Like, a lot of people quote it. Like, he's not the Messiah sort of, of thing. Course. Like, ev- everyone knows that line. Of course. Um pretty big i do know that um americans do like a lot of british stuff like mm-hmm. um for me i never really got into downton abbey but i know uh-huh. that a lot of americans <laughs> uh-huh. really love downton yep. abbey and i couldn't yep. watch a tv show without someone referencing downton abbey oh fuck um, yeah sure so like i get it it's a it, yeah mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of uh, a, a british humor is very dry sure and um yeah i think that's probably what people like about it it's it's very it can be very dark and dry sure and expected there are times though when i will say and again and Ramesh Ranganathan was on the show. The things that I had to explain to him were some of the shit was that was my first exposure and that I've since realized is not exemplary. It's like, okay, are you being served? Came over here. Yep. Which is, it's kind of bad. <laughs> uh, keeping up appearances. Yep. Equally kind of really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's not like it's the most, it's not, here's the best we have. It's like, yeah. here's what we've got. Yeah. Uh, and so, whereas like, I didn't discover Spaced until like way too late. Spaced. Is- oh, me too, actually. Really? I, it was, uh, I, I literally have been spotting Simon Pegg up there staring down <laughs> at me this whole time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't find Spaced until after Shaun of the Dead had come out. Yeah. Um, and then I went back and rinse the whole thing i love space it's the fucking best show yeah it is a really fantastic but it's one of my favorite british tv shows maybe actually yeah i think so yeah it's it's brilliant all of all of his stuff all of those films world's end maybe um but like Shaun of the dead hot fuzz yeah incredible it's it's the best i want i when Shaun of the dead no sorry when hot fuzz came out they had this is one of the great moments of my life and it's the stupidest and it's a big fanboy moment uh, went to Hot Fuzz. Was it Hot Fuzz? Yes, we had to have been going to Hot Fuzz because it had just come out. And I decided, 
like every other fucking idiot there who could grow a goatee that I would dress like Sean. Oh, I've done up in the Yeah, we all yeah. like and then and then Edgar Rice is like, You're welcome for the easiest Halloween costume yeah. on the planet. Like here you are. But he did take a picture with me at the end and that was the oh, there you go. greatest thing on the planet. I love Edgar Wright. He's a genius. Scott, a, yeah. Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite films and he did Oh my god. A perfect job on that. I, I will say this is just me bragging, but I've I've now played Sean and Scott Pilgrim on stage. Have you? Yes. And like that's like the fucking dream. Yeah. Why we haven't done Hot Fuzz yet, Natalie, my producer. Why we haven't done Hot Fuzz yet, I don't fucking know. Because I I would get be just on it, fine. Natalie. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Let's see. Let's go back to Bob's Burgers for a moment. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the album for a moment. Yes. Have you gotten a chance to examine it since I handed it to you? Not really. Is I'd there anything like... that's... I mean, it's massive. So it is huge. And there's a lot to wade through if you haven't well, seen it before. It is very weighty and big. Mm -hmm. And it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Let's, let's open this thing I've up. since been told there are several more versions of this than I realized. So this is like the, like the, the biggest version of it. Which has just got all this extra shit in it, but also just the beautiful album itself. Oh, I mean, this is the test. If you can like name all these characters. Yeah, these, yeah, yeah. Um, like a giant Wonder Wharf wide. Jimmy Pesto's, yours truly stationery. God, there's so many shops here I didn't know existed. I know, I know. <laughs> I noticed that too when I look at it. Yeah, so the inside of the gatefold, it's a three-way gatefold. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's Wonder Wharf. It's, it's the whole side of town. Jimmy Pesto's on one side. Bob's Burger's on the other side. And everything down to Wonder Wharf. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. What else have we got on the back? Oh, the, the listing of Just a list songs. of the millions of songs on I mean, this. How many album. are there? There's 107 songs 107. on this. <laughs> that is so many songs. Yeah. I mean, I've had three <laughs> disc albums before, but none of them have that many tracks on them. And the discs are all colored, aren't yes, they? Yes. Yeah. The, I, I had the, the red one, the, the red one, the green one, and then the yellow, I want to say. Let's say yellow. Yeah, yeah I think it's yellow. yellow. And then the small... The little that one is is onions or a dollop of mayo, whatever it is, it's white. So that one is great as well. So this is the, it's it's the two oh. covers. The yeah. Oh, by Bob Bob's Buskers. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to think of that one. It's it's a delightful thing. I uh I it just I don't and and when I went to, got to go to the offices, it was just so nice to kind of see this entire this that's one thing that freaked me out. It's like the entire world of Bob's Burger seems to have exploded at mm -hmm. the bento box offices. I love that. Like mm -hmm. I collect props and I like to recreate props. So the idea of like recreating a cartoon world in real life is kind of my shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. So um, I think probably I, I'm sure I'm going to be allowed to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Um. There is artwork on the walls. Yes, um, that are things, and this is just me as a fan. When I came to visit it, when I, just to check out that this job was real and not fake, mm -hmm. um, I I lost my shit over it. Of course, they've got some stuff on the walls that are taken from episodes that things that you wouldn't even see, but it just expands the world. Yeah. One of them is um, uh, like my my very favorite episode of the show is Tammy's bar mitzvah. Yes, um, because that and that actually won them the Emmy that the first Emmy that that, that episode. Um, but because Tammy is just one of my favorite characters, because she's ho horrible, she's yeah. just horrible, and the dynamic between her and Tina, I always find, has some of the best humor. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, obviously, the, the, she had her bar mitzvah and invited people there, and on the wall um, is a, a, a thank you card that she would have sent to people to say thanks for coming to Tammy's bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm. You never see that in the episode, but it's a lovely piece of artwork oh, that someone's so drawn. Good, and um, I, I, I love that 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 much thought goes into this stuff mm -hmm. um, that. You probably won't maybe get to see. I don't know, but mm -hmm. it just is 
glorious that the world extends that far for, yeah. for, for the creators of it. Right. I, I mean, the, the idea to have enough love to actually make something like that, you wouldn't have to do that. It's not like a show, like I said, I collect props. Somebody made that because it had to be on camera. But I love the idea that they're like, no, this world is pretty important to me. I'm going to make a thing. That see, I don't should... think that even was on camera. Right, thing. exactly. I don't, I don't think that was even better. ever seen. Yeah, That's even better to me. Piece. And I, I keep, every day I'm thinking, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> of course. One of course. day that is not going to be there. It's going to be in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lauren, if you ever listen to this, um, just keep an eye on that poster. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I love that so much. Yeah. This is a side question, completely unrelated. Sure. Do you speak any variation of Welsh? Can you speak? I'm fluent in Welsh. You are fluent in Welsh. I'm fluent in Welsh. What is the longest? So, what's the name <laughs> of that town? What's the name of the town of the? I'm sorry. Where this is the most American bullshit. Really? Yeah. Really. My dentist used to be there. It is Shanvar Pusquingistol Gerechudabuis and Celia Gogogoch. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's one word. Now he does that. He's there just to test to make sure your teeth are not loose, right? That's so you say sure. that just to make sure your teeth don't fall out. That's okay. how, of course, that's how. Of course, that's how every Welsh child learns that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when your teeth start falling out, mm -hmm. it's a mess, <laughs> just firing off in every direction. It's so gross. Sorry, it's the most typical bullshit to ask of anybody. No, who's you're you're the first person who has asked me about that. You kidding I got me? Hit. Yeah. I mean, people don't know about it really. Um, Many many people are surprised that Welsh is its own language, and understandably, it's it, there's only two million people in Wales, mm -hmm. um, and a quarter speak it fluently. So only five hundred thousand people speak it. Shit. Um, it used to not be. Um, it used to not be. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mandatory. Mm -hmm. it used to not be mandatory to teach it in schools. Okay. Um, but now it is. It is. They're trying to bring it back. That's good. Because um, my my school that I went to was first language Welsh. Um, like I had to speak it. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Constant. Yeah, I've lost my accent completely now, and I've just got a standard British accent, but <laughs> still fluent in Welsh. Use, useful as that is. <laughs> All you're doing is helping Americans who don't know the difference. Oh, he's well, British. He's so got actually, a British accent. Um, just to speak about Archer for one second, yeah. um, I, I, there is an episode where they go to Wales. Is there? Yeah. See, I haven't seen enough Archer. I've seen all Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. So um, there's an episode of Archer where they go to Wales, and the, the episode title is Achiba Morvilod, which uh, translates to Save the Whales. Um, mm -hmm. But it's literally like Wales, as in the creature, <laughs> not the country. But mm -hmm. um, I love that they went that deep with it. Yeah. And like they've actually got some Welsh-speaking pe people in the episode. And I was like, this is so niche. That's fucking I, great. I, I'm loving this. That's really good. Yeah. Like, that's, I, I don't know, like, that to me, that just that little bit of respect. You're like, well, if we're going to do this. You can go, go all in. Exactly right. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's it's way funnier. Yeah. Funnier to more people. Yeah. More accessible. Which which Bob's it as well. Like, the, in, in the very early episodes, um, the one with the taffy butt, um, <laughs> uh, Cindy Lauper is singing it's the song. And it's on, it's on the album. It's ridiculous to me. To get that early on, like that like really early episode to get Cindy Lauper in to sing a song, like, well then. <laughs> Why did I not ask him about that? She's like my first crush. I oh was really? Three and I I <laughs> fell in love with her voice in time after time. Yeah. Why I didn't ask him about meeting but, or knowing? I don't know if he knows her. I don't know the does. situation. Maybe. But oh. it's really it's really cool. Because when she I nails it. When I saw the episode, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, it's a really fun parody. Mm-hmm. Of, of her mm -hmm. no that's her it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah i don't get it i don't mm. uh what i'm also very excited about and at least he I, I, I you know he made this clear is that there's going to be more albums i'm very excited yes, about that. i believe so and that means at this point then i can then have you sign something related to that album because you will have worked on i will it, have on worked season, on them, so that's yeah. exciting to me yeah if i mean we already know that the christmas episode is a musical mm -hmm. and i I hope so much that the songs from that end up on that album. They have to. They right? have to. Um, and if they do, yeah, I'll sign that. 
because I've worked. Please. Which is crazy! Right? <laughs> I'm, I, again, I'm so fucking happy for you. This is so good. It's such a good thing. Yeah. And I mean, you, and you deserve it, obviously. Thank but you. like, I, that it happened the way it did, I also was like, I know he's not fucking with him, but if I were you, I would also be like, this is a long game prank. Like, this is, I'm oh, going to get there and they're fucking with me. Literally, like I say, until, to, until literally today, mm-hmm. um, I saw a bit of uh, something that I had storyboarded animated fully. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I, I storyboarded that. And that is going to be on the television. Like, that it's not felt more real. And I uh-huh. had the biggest grin on my face. <laughs> like, because it's just in this, this gone from four months. Like, four months, four months ago, I was just in London doing my thing. And now I'm living in LA and working on this TV show that I adore. Like, yeah. It's craziness. Absolute craziness. Is there anything English that you're missing right now? Like, jonesing for? Oh, fried breakfast. Like a proper. Oh, fried... fuck. Like and English I, bacon. I was going to be like, you can go here to get... No, I don't think there's any place that's going to do that. We've tried to replicate it ourselves, and it just doesn't happen. Like, But I found a British shop. Oh, there are plenty. And, um, there's some good ones. Yeah, Which one are you, are you going to? So there's one in Santa Monica. Oh, sure. I saw, um, and I went there. I mean, it was extortionate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a can of beans in the UK. It's like... It's maybe like... 15 pence which is like uh-huh. God, like 50 cents even about 6 bucks that. here if I'm not yes mistaken. yeah yeah. But I bought it of course you did <laughs> uh, well I will tell you knowing where you work there's one called Piccadilly Shop and there is yes I've been to that one too okay good so yes. it's closer because there's the British pub next to it yes yeah. slightly slightly cheaper maybe okay. a bag of Twiglets is like 4 bucks okay Twiglets like, are, I, can live, I can live without Twiglets I love them okay but the problem is, you know, I'm one of those dicks who think, I'm an Anglophile. I and, I, you know, really, I just like the snacks. It, well, so orange squash is a thing that you mm-hmm. guys just don't do here. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, that upsets me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. So, um, but they sell it. There. That's where I bought some oh, they do from, from that shop. Good. So um, I'm all right. I can top myself up now. And yes. also, really weirdly, I don't like tea, but I've moved here and found a tea that I like. Really? Which um, I enjoy the irony of. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's apple and cranberry delicious that's the fruitiest <laughs> it's tea. the fruitiest tea like, ever it's not not it it's not tea right right no but it sounds delicious it sounds it amazing it is it is <laughs> sorry if i'm not careful this will turn into the english snack yeah class, which by the way i've thought about doing i oh could do an God. hour on twiglets i'm certain i could it's the spin-off yeah twiglets on twiglets mm-hmm. you know the only reason i like twiglets is i only heard of them because of spaced Oh really? Yeah, it's because his twiglets make me violent, and and I'm like, what the fuck's a twiglet? And I took them, I tried them, and I'm like, I took them like they're a drug. <laughs> they I took, are mine I took now. a couple twiglets, yes. and I just got high as fuck. No, they're, they're <laughs> just so so good. A twiglet's a uh, um, a, a form of s- snack. Also, you I feel like we're saying the word twiglet, but so if you don't know what a twiglet is, yeah, <laughs> I'm a dick. I am I'm the most. I'm just a pretentious a hole right it's like now. Like a me- like a snack like a. Oh, it's not they crisps. taste burned though. They're like little. It's like a Cheeto. It's like a long stick of snack. Is a knickknacks a thing here? No, knickknacks aren't a thing here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Cheeto. It's like the shape of a Cheeto, yep. but a little harder, and it it tastes yeah, it tastes burns, and I don't like it. And it, it. looks like a twig. It's like marmite, but mm-hmm. mar- is marmite a thing here? Don't you know? can get it at English shops. There okay. was a shortage a while ago. Oh, and it was God. like ridiculously <laughs> expensive for that garbage <laughs> that tastes like poison. It tastes like salt. Oh, that is all I don't like it. Taste. It's no, all I don't it tastes like, it. like. Black salt lick gross. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so sorry. I'm uh, again, I'm the worst. Let's let's do this. I always do this towards the end. Mm-hmm. You have to make a recommendation for this album because you now work for them. But if you're gonna recommend why let's say somebody hasn't heard of Bob's Burgers and their first exposure is gonna be this album. Yes. Recommend it to them. So I think a, a lot of people will have either seen 
diehard or working girl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would just start there. I think that show that that that, that song there's two two songs on there actually from that episode but it sums up i think the humor and heart that it has where it's able to take something that you love mm-hmm. spin it and make you love it even more mm-hmm. um also just listen to the whole thing the whole thing is just full of songs from every subject you could ever imagine yeah because they're also like from gardening to diarrhea to mm-hmm. um you know uh, like who who knew that um, the story of Thomas Edison and an elephant could be made into such a wonderful song? Like, and with lyrics that are so smart. Yes. Like, um, the, the, I didn't know that the elephant from that thing was called Topsy. Mm-hmm. But like one of the lines is, "They'll say, oh, Topsy, at my autopsy." Like, <laughs> that's genius. It is. Lyrics like that, and the genius of whoever wrote all those songs. Just check out this album. It's so good. I agree. Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. So, where can people find you online? Is there anything you want to promote? Go for it. Um, so I'm on, follow me on Twitter, really, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, Chongster62, C-H-O-N-G-S-T-E-R-6-2. Mm-hmm. Same on Instagram. I probably post more on Instagram because like, I'm posting pictures of just like the whole process of me mm-hmm. moving over here and stuff. Um, and things that I want to promote, um, I'll just promote watching Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christmas episode is coming up on the 10th of December. And... It's well worth watching. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, since this is coming out this week, I will just uh, promote Come See Me in Scrooged, a drinking game at Acme Hollywood if you're in Los Angeles. It's like 20 bucks. Bring your own beer. You can watch me pretend that I'm Bobcat Goldthwait for an hour and a half. So, uh, well, it's closer to three hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's an intermission. There's a lot of drinking. People have to urinate. But it's a good show. You guys should come see that. Um, that's about it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Simon, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And as always, have a good thing. Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Our theme song was composed and performed by Richard Levinson. Please visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, and if you like us, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl, and find everything else at ComedyOnVinyl.com. A major portion of Comedy on Vinyl has been underwritten by Stand Up Records. Please visit StandUpRecords.com for all your comedy needs and tune into the new Stand Up channel available on the Roku, where you can also find select episodes of this podcast. Thank you.